Welcome to the radio broadcast of Pineview Baptist Church, a growing community of faith in the Belfast community of Goldsboro. We are located at 3357 U.S. Highway 117 North in Goldsboro. We invite you to find out more about our congregation by visiting us at facebook.com forward slash Pineview Baptist Goldsboro. Join us now for our weekly message. would not be Christmas Eve if we did not read from Luke chapter 2. And so if you are one who is following along in Holy Scripture tonight, or if there's a pew Bible nearby and you would like to read with us this evening, I'll begin reading the Christmas story in Luke chapter 2, beginning in verse 1. Then I want to speak to you for just a few moments tonight and share a Christmas message with you. Luke chapter 2, beginning in verse 1, and it says these words, In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region... There were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And I want you to take particular note of verse 10 this evening because that will be our focus. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom He is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. May God add a blessing to the reading of Scripture. Will you pray with me? Dear God, our Father, on this Christmas Eve... We pause before You for a few moments 
to give glory to You for Your Son, Jesus Christ. I pray that You would focus our hearts and minds on the true meaning of Christmas as we've just read it from Your Word. I pray that Christmas will not pass us by, but as it says in our text, as Mary did, that we will treasure these things and ponder them in our hearts tonight and tomorrow and all the days of our lives. Speak, Lord, for Your servants are listening. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen. In the story that we've just read together, the very familiar story that even those who are not regular attenders of a local church, even those who are not practitioners of religion in any way, shape, or form, they even know this beautiful, blessed story of the birth in Bethlehem. This birth that had been foretold It had been long awaited. There was so much hope surrounding the idea of a Messiah. And centuries had passed and promises had been made. But finally, the hour has arrived. And that evening was filled with miraculous and even seemingly mundane things. We see things such as angelic Messages, messages given to shepherds, the lowliest of society. But in the course of that story, we also read about things like taxes and a journey, a trip home to Bethlehem. That birth in a stable, not a a spotless, sterile hospital room, but a place filled with all the, the smelliness of livestock. No doctor, but a doctor who was chosen to tell the story here in the Gospel of Luke. And as I said, it was announced originally to the shepherds, the the lowest on the social totem pole, the lowest on the rung, so to speak. And these humble shepherds were the first to hear the good tidings of great joy. You know how fitting that the one who is called the Lamb of God was born in such a lowly way. As I look at this story this evening and as I contemplate on the contents of Luke chapter 2, there's several things that I see, particularly in verse 10, that I hope will encourage our hearts this Christmas Eve. The first thing that I want to describe for you this evening is that verse 10 shows us The end of fear. The end of fear. Notice that verse with me again if you're following along. It says in Luke 2 and verse 10, And the angel said to them, Fear not. Fear not. The verse that preceded tells us that they were filled with fear. And I can imagine their fear as they're tending to their flocks in the countryside and all of a sudden bright lights begin to shine, loud noises flashing in front of you, angels appearing. And anytime we see angels in God's Word, there's always a a moment of fear, of confusion, of frightened people. 
in the expositor's Bible commentary, it says this about our text. It says that the angel's announcement includes several of the most frequently used words in Luke's gospel. Bring good news, joy, today, and Savior, as well as Lord. This shows the tremendous importance of the angelic pronouncement. It's a bold proclamation of the gospel at the very hour of Christ's birth. The time has come for the fulfillment of the prophetic expectation of Messiah's coming. And the message begins with fear not. Those two good words that we oftentimes see in the vocabulary of angels... The shepherds were terrified. And that thread runs deeper than just a a surface reading of our text this evening. Fear is a, a theme throughout the Bible. The first evidence of the fall was fear. You know the story of Adam and Eve in the garden and they've done that very thing that God had told them not to do and they heard God's footsteps off in the distance. And what does the text tell us? That they hid themselves because... They were afraid. And fear has been stalking men ever since that moment. We see it in Abraham lying about Sarah because of fear. Jacob, afraid of Esau. Moses, afraid of Pharaoh. And even Israel, afraid to enter into the promised land, the land that God had given them. Why? Because of fear. Later on in his earthly ministry, this one who we celebrate tonight, this one who came as a babe born in a manger, he would begin his earthly ministry and the areas that he traveled through, he would go around dispelling fear. The disciples in the boat, when Jesus said, peace be still, and he calmed their fears. Blind Bartimaeus who feared that he would never see The ten lepers who feared they would never be with their families again. Mary and Martha who feared that they would never again see their brother Lazarus. As I think about that, it makes me realize that many of us carry tremendous fears day to day. Particularly during this season because oftentimes we're worried about our health. Will we make it to see another holiday season? We worry about our family, those who have been sick, those who have been battling various ailments and diseases, and we wonder if they'll be here. We worry about the conditions of the world, and rightly so, because our world is a mess. We worry about the economy, and again, rightly so, because it is a mess. We worry about life in general, and the holidays have a way of making those worries magnified. But faith, brothers and sisters, is the opposite of fear. And that is the major theme of our text this evening and a major theme of this gospel in particular. Fear not. Have faith. Place your trust and your confidence in this. Christ has come. And He has come to end fear. But we also see in our story the birth of joy. It says in verse 10, good news of great joy. Think about the songs that we sing during this season. 
the one that we began with just this evening. Angels from the realms of glory, wing your flight o'er all the earth. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive her King. So many of the songs that we sing this time of year describe a, a joy. And why this joy? Because a Savior has been born in Bethlehem. Because the Scriptures have been fulfilled. Because Christ is Lord. And so I say to you this evening that we come to Him because He is the source of joy and peace. He is the place where joy originates. The end of fear, the birth of joy, but one final thing that our text describes is the beginning of evangelism. Us Baptists pride ourselves for being a great commission people. A people who are passionate about going and telling. That's why we fund various organizations like the International Mission Board and the North American Mission Board as well. That's why last Sunday and this coming up Sunday we will be collecting offerings for those organizations through the Lottie Moon Christmas Fund. We believe in missions. We believe in spreading the gospel. And in verse 10 it says that this message will be for all people. I want to share this with you this evening. We know clearly through God's Word that not all will be saved. But we also know that all need a Savior. We know because of Romans 3 and 23 that all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. We know because of Romans again that the wages of that sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. We know because of Romans chapter 5 and verse 8 that God shows His love for us. He demonstrates His love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Christ's purpose was to save for Himself a people from every tribe and every tongue and every nation. All kinds of people. And the shepherd's actions that follow in our text this evening shows us our part in that plan of redemption. Yes, we have a part to play. The actions of the shepherds are described in verses 15 down through verse 20. I'll read it to you again. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them, but Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. The shepherds heard a message of great joy, of good news, which is coincidentally what the word gospel literally means. It means good news. They had heard the gospel, they had received the gospel, and what happened? They went on a journey. 
They went to tell someone else what they had heard. They went to proclaim these things that had been proclaimed to them. We are also to be going with good news. We're not called to sit in a pew and wait for heaven. We are not the frozen chosen, but we are people exclaiming good news of great joy, declaring to all people... In the ESV expository commentary, it reads this, Even in Israel, the birth of Jesus is not big news. God does not reveal to the entire nation that Jesus is the Messiah. No one knows who Jesus is, and so His birth is entirely ordinary. Still, the birth of the Messiah is not hidden from everyone. God, in His sovereignty, chooses to reveal Himself to humble shepherds, Why does the angel of the Lord appear only to the shepherds? Why does He not reveal Himself to many in Israel? We cannot really answer that question, but we can say it was God's will. It was His good pleasure. We could put it this way, when Jesus is born, no one knows what is happening except for a few shepherds and millions and millions of angels. If we know Jesus as Savior, Lord, and Christ, we can give thanks for that amazing privilege. If you are not in Christ, if you have never received His free gift of salvation, if you've never put your trust and your confidence in Him and repented of your sins and cast all cares on Christ, this good news, this gospel is for you This evening, the text says so. Come to Jesus with your sins, with your fears. Repent and be saved. Kent Hughes writes that God only comes to those who sense their need. He does not come to the self-sufficient. The gospel is for those who know they need Jesus. And as we've already seen from God's Word this evening, all need a Savior. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so this gospel, this good news is for you. This Christmas. But as I close, I would also add to that that we are commanded to go and to tell. Where do we start? How do we tell the story of Christmas? How do we tell the story of the one who was born literally to die on a cross? I think that the words of Philip Brooks in that blessed carol that we sing so often during this season is a great starting place. Let me share this with you. How silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given So God imparts to human hearts the blessings of His heaven. No ear may hear His coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive Him still, the dear Christ enters in. It was true all those many years ago, and it is true tonight. Where meek souls will receive Him still, the dear Christ enters in. This is God's Word. It is for us His people, and I say thanks be to God for it.
Heavenly Father, we thank You for Holy Scripture and I pray that it would be in us, that it would encourage us this evening, that if we are not in Christ, that it would lead us to Christ, that Your Word and Your Spirit would convict and that it would save. But Lord, I pray that for those of us who have received Your free gift and who understand and know the real meaning of Christmas, that we would be convicted, yes, but energized as well to go as the shepherds did and to proclaim what has been proclaimed to us. Help us this Christmas, Lord, to be a going people. It is in the name of Christ we pray and ask these things and God's people said, Amen and Amen. If you would like more information about Pineview Baptist Church, we invite you to follow us on social media. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Pineview Baptist Goldsboro. There you will find information about our service times, upcoming events, directions to our church, and videos of our Sunday services.